Hey everyone, thank you for joining us for today's episode of Real Estate to Disruptors. Today we have Antonio Edwards with House Flipper Academy, and he's flown in from Orlando to share how he went from driving trucks, struggling truck driver, to rock star investor. If this is your first time tuning in, I am Steve Trang, broker and owner of Stunning Homes Realty, founder of the Offer Fast Homes app, the only MLS for off-market wholesale properties. And I'm on a mission to create 100 millionaires, so if you want to join us in that mission, please connect on Instagram. If you're excited for today's show, please give me a wave, give me a thumbs up. And as a friendly reminder, I don't charge a dime for this show. I don't make any money doing this. So here's all I ask. This is what it costs for you to listen to the show. If you get value today, please tell a friend. You can share this episode right now, tag a friend below, or tell me your best takeaway from the show later on. That way we can all grow together. And I keep getting requests for t-shirts. And so for me to be able to sell t-shirts on YouTube, I need to get 10,000 subscribers. I'm at 7,000. So if you guys want to buy shirts from YouTube, I need you guys to subscribe. I'm looking at you guys. I can see it. Um, <laughs> and don't forget, this is a live show, so please post your questions for Antonio to answer. You ready? I'm always ready, Steve. All right, awesome. So first question, simple question, is what got you into real estate? Um, first and foremost, I'd like to, you know, uh, thank you for the invite for the for the podcast today, man. Yeah. And um, I mean, you, you definitely been killing it with some, some um, other guests on your show, which yeah. put out great content, by the way. Thank you, thank you very much. Yeah. Um, what was the question again? What got you into real estate? Um, what got me in real estate? I come from, we were just talking about this prior to us, you know, going live here, but I used to be in the music business, um, right? Yeah. Um, I was in the music business from basically like uh, my sophomore, junior year in high school up until like 25, 26 years that's old. That's a pretty early start. Yeah. So music is, music is like, that's that's like my passion. You know, yeah. I love music. It, it's just my ther- it's therapeutic for me. And one of the guys... Um, before I start there, actually, my mom at 22 years, 22 years old, my mom gave me the book Rich Dad Poor Dad. Okay. But what what was so intriguing about that? She never even read the book. Somebody gave it to her. She had it on her dresser, and just like randomly, she's like, "Here, son, some some something on my heart told me to give you this book." Yeah. <laughs> and I never read the book. I never read any book cover to cover, Steve. Like, really? N- not one book. I hated books in school. I despise yeah. reading books. I was I'm not a good reader. Like. Still to this day, I read slow. Yeah. <laughs> so if I can do it, you can do it too, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> but uh, I happened to pick up the book and like I started reading a few pages because that title enticed me to like at least start the book. And I was driving trucks, making $6.50 an hour with another. Uh, it was basically me and another partner. Like, we'll take turns delivering copper machines. He'll At drive. 22, you were making six fifty an hour? Yeah, man. Damn. Yeah, yeah, I was baller, baby. Baller, man. <laughs> 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 yeah, so... Um, the time he was driving a truck, I'd be in a passenger seat, and I'd be reading his book, and I'm like, dang. And it was like, this opened me up to like real estate. Yeah. So from there, the upsell, mm-hmm. I went to his boot camp. <laughs> yeah. And I thought Robert Kiyosaki was gonna be there speaking, so I was all amped up, and I wanted to meet him mm-hmm. and thank him from that, like, hey, I, you know, I read your book, and it, you know, it gave me the aha moment for real estate, and obviously he had a, you know somebody speaking there and you know replaced from uh, mm-hmm. of him, and they. Got me for a 5K package and introduced, you know, that opened me up to wholesale in real estate. Yep. Okay. And I didn't do any deals from that coaching, but it still got me in the right path of what I wanted, what I, I knew what I wanted. Yeah. So it's kind of, it's kind of crazy how like time, timing is everything. So I'm um, in Virginia where I was living at the time. I saw this guy with a Weeby Houses truck in my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Right. If it wasn't for me reading that book, getting op- you know, opening up to like the wholesale and going to that boot camp, I probably would have never seen that truck. Yeah. So I, I saw the truck, I flagged him down, stopped him, 
And guess what he was he was doing prior to real estate? Driving trucks? Music. Okay. He did the, you know, I, you know 50 Cent, right? Mm-hmm. He did he produced the 50 Cent first singles called Wangster. Most really? people would probably know that. That was one of his, uh, other than like in the club, that was one of his other big first singles. Yeah. He produced that track. Wow. So from there, we just like, just we just mashed, man. You know what I mean? And, yeah. And I felt like I connect with them, and I was like, "Hey, man, I'm looking to buy houses." I was trying to go off a script what I learned from Kiyosaki, and he's like, he gave me a card. He's like, "Hey, man, I'm looking to buy like a few more houses month, closing two weeks." And and I was like, "Wow, this dude sounds serious," you yeah. know. And I called him like the next day or two. We met at Starbucks, and he just we we just chopped it off, and like like after hour there, he was like, "Man, you know what? I really like you, man. You really remind me of myself." Um, you know, I remember, you know, he was in the game seven years, like seven years ago, man, I was, I didn't know nothing about real estate. I wish I had me. He said, I'm mm-hmm. gonna take you under my wing. And then from there, I put up, you know, my first hundred bandit signs, which I kind of like leading, I was going off his, his, like his coaching. And my first deal came for, it was a, it was a crack house. <laughs> my first deal was a crack house. Where was this? In Virginia. Okay. I was living, um, Chesapeake, Virginia. That's okay. where the house was. Okay. Seven Twenty One Potter Road, Chesapeake, Virginia. I <laughs> never yeah. forget that. Part. Yeah, don't, don't forget the first one. Yeah. Um, so we're going to this house. It's five brothers, one sober heir, four crackheads. The four crackheads are living in the property, and I don't know sh- shit about real estate, yeah. like n- like nothing. So I'm going into this property with with my mentor, and we're meeting that sober heir there, and it, I'm just walking into this house. I'm just like. Like who would buy this? Like who buys it? Like like who? Like it's like literally no no lights. They're like all slumped. They're like slumped in the house, man. Yeah. Like straight crack house. And right. um, I remember my my mentor. He just was walking through. It smelled like mildew mold. It was it was messed up. And then he just like, I smell money in here. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, like, I'm looking at him like I don't know. Like and just I'm just like all ears and I'm just like just just analyzing like how he talked to the seller and it was mm-hmm. very strategic and I remember when he was when, he, when we got near the negotiation he was like like watch this so he he went to the worst part this is a tip by the way he went to the worst part of the property mm-hmm. it was like it was like some like it was real mildewy it was a little little leak and um, little hole in the ceiling looked up because he asked the, he asked the seller how much was he asking again mm-hmm. I believe it was like I could be off a little bit it's been 10 years but like 65 70k give or take mm-hmm. and he looked up and uh, he w- he walked to the, the worst part, looked up, and he's like, "How much are you asking for the property again?" <laughs> so he looked. He stood at the worst part of the house to negotiate. Yeah. And <laughs> the, the seller was like, "Well, uh, I mean, I six five seventy, but you know, we can. I'll take sixty. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because he. I, I don't know if it was like a psyche thing. Oh, yeah. I, I still use that trick today, and it just it works. It's effective. It's effective. It's effective. And yeah. we got the, we got the property locked up for forty eight five. Actually, no, forty eight k. Went as soon as we went to because I rode with him in his truck. We bought houses truck. As soon as we got in his truck, we had a property locked up. He called a buyer for sixty thousand five hundred. Three hours later, boom, he was like, "Yeah, I'll, t- I'll take it." Yeah, and wow. that was my first deal for for twelve thousand five hundred, man. Okay, so that was ten years ago, August two thousand nine. All right, and then yeah. how? What was your journey from there? So my my first year, uh, that's all I needed. Mm-hmm. I mean, I come from the music business. Is is that that's that, to me the music business is a, is a more hustle than this real estate thing. Uh, the music business is like that's a no joke game, man. Yeah, like, it's like you up 14, 15 hours, producing music. You're traveling here, you're going here, you're going here, and uh, so I was like, damn, all I got to do is like get a property under contract. 
and just flip this piece of paper yeah. and I can make some money? Like to me, that was like out of thin air. Right. So it's I making just, money. Just it was creating it. It's just creating, yeah, yeah, off the specialized knowledge, mm-hmm. just off of one investing strategy, just wholesaling. Yeah. And I was like, man, I can do this over and over, over again. Right. And my goal was to do music and do this little wholesale thing mm-hmm. on the side. But I, I just love I was like, wow, like I, I started I started doing it full time. I mean, how I couldn't can you help be addicted? Right. So my second deal was a rehab. Yeah. And um, somebody offered me 5K for it, right, as a wholesale. Then I was like, no, I want to go into rehab. I'm going to make 40K, boom, boom, boom. Nine months later, I made, I made 3K. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could have made 5K on it. Yeah, yeah. So I, in the meantime, I was wholesaling, wholesaling, wholesaling during that nine month of that rehab. Mm-hmm. And I did 26 of those my first year. Wow. That's my first, really good. My first six months, I made my first 100K, Steve, net in, in my wow. bank. I, I didn't know how to act. I was like... Man, you don't understand. Like where I come from, man. Like that. That was like that was a big deal for so me. So you're at six fifty an hour. Six fifty an hour. And then yep. six months later, you cleared a hundred k. Well, I quit. I quit my job at age twenty four to do music. Okay. I should have said that. I quit my job at age twenty four to do music. Mm-hmm. That sucked. That didn't work work well. I had some roommates in this house I was living in. Mm-hmm. My house went to foreclosure. Went back home to my mom and dad. Okay. Right before my first deal. Gotcha. Right before, like a month or two before my first deal, I went back home to my mom and dad at age 26. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And then from there, seminar, meeting this guy. Meeting this guy. And he and, and were you partnered with him or you were just doing your own after that? Deal? Yeah. Yeah. So I was actually wholesaling him some deals because mm-hmm. he, he was a buyer. Yes, he was. <laughs> he didn't buy that first one, but he brought like my third or fourth one, give or take. Mm-hmm. And um, I did some JV, that, that first rehab I told you about, we went in together. Mm-hmm. He actually funded the deal and he had me like manage the property, which th- that was like a whole nother story for another, that's a whole nother story for another day. Yeah, yeah. Like me managing it on my second deal ever. <laughs> <laughs> While he's in, like literally he was in Minnesota uh-huh. with his with his fiance at the time and I'm, I'm trying to manage a <laughs> rehab. Right. And I only did one deal prior to that. Like yeah. it, it, it took nine months, man. <laughs> we all learn. Yeah. We all learn in different ways. Yeah, but the learning experience is priceless though. Yeah, I can't say that. Is. I learned a lot. A lot. And the one thing I did learn was how to analyze and like know my repairs to property. So mm-hmm. when I did my other wholesales, I quickly knew how to be like, okay, this property needs about 30, 35K. This needs about 20K. You're a little better at estimating. Absolutely. Because we see some of those come through. Oh my, you, you, you see them, Steve. Like, yeah, yeah, just yeah. 20,000. It's like, <laughs> yeah. no, you need to tear this place apart. Right. right. <laughs> I always say, here's a rule of thumb too. And don't, don't, if people watching this, if you're like new, just starting up, don't be offensive. But like, if you think a property is 10K repairs, I'll at least double that. Yeah. Like, just double it. Right. Just, just do it. Don't be afraid. Like, to tell your buyers 20K. If you think it's 20K, tell them it's 40K. Right. I mean, that's just a rule of thumb for me. Like, because these emails I got coming in from wholesalers, man, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's only like 12,000. Know, it's a 2,000 square feet property. Yeah. 12,000 for a full rehab. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> so what were some of your struggles then, you know, in doing your first? Because you mean you, you, you cleared a lot of money. So Absolutely. you obviously had financial success. But what were some of your struggles along the way? My, my struggles along the way was like scaling and like, uh, you know, getting out of that business. I was like an employee to my business. I was a madman. Um, I was doing like two pro- um, two properties a month wholesale. I did 26 my first year, but like, like I didn't tell you that I was working my ass off. Like well, I was- Talk about that, because people yeah. see this on Instagram, like, man, I just gotta get in the wholesale <laughs> and I can get these nice cars and nice watches. Yeah. So like, what's the truth? Well, the, the truth, <laughs> well, you don't know how, how hard these guys are working. Yeah. And, um, and I mean, you, you didn't see their journey either. Like, right. I mean, 10 years ago, like, you know, we're more in like the, the Social media is way bigger than ten years ago. Like mm-hmm. I, I wasn't. I wish I documented my first deal. Yeah. Today, if I had my first deal, you'll see it on Instagram. Right. You know. But 
um, man, I, I was I was working, you know, probably about putting banner signs out from midnight to five in the morning. I mm-hmm. do a hundred signs every Friday by myself. Wake up on Saturday and I have all these calls coming through my cell phone. I had my yeah, I had the numbers coming through my cell phone. Yeah, <laughs> I had the number on my, my phone number <laughs> on the banner signs. Right. I would set my own appointments. Go out to I, I was doing seven cities in Virginia. I would go 30 minutes out to like one city and then I go to another appointment, like another 45 minutes to another city just to just to say, no, my property, you know, you're not try- I'm not trying to give my property away. Yeah. So that was lesson learned. Um, but I was still doing deals, but I was just I didn't have any other life other yeah. than real estate, even though like seven days a week I was working, basically. And I was kind of like on the seller's time. Oh, yeah. Like if I saw a hot deal come in at 7 p.m., I'm Busting, I'm like going, I'm driving 30 minutes to just to yeah. dinner's done. Dinner, oh no, like I'm, put this down. <laughs> I, I see you later, Steve. Hey, I gotta go see this motivation. <laughs> this yeah. motivation. That's how, how that's how Absolutely. it was. That's how it is when you start, yeah. So, um, that was my struggles. But I read my, at the like my second year, I read uh, for our work week. Ah, yep, okay. yeah. I think it was like the end of 2010, start of 2011. That's when I got introduced to for our work week. And, and how did that help? Because I actually had this conversation a couple days ago with someone else yeah. that was like, man. That's a great book. I was like, is it really tactical? I, what I remember from it mm-hmm. when I read it a long time ago, yep. it was mostly theoretical. I mean, a couple of tips about VAs and stuff, but mm-hmm. it was mostly theory. Well, so how did it help you? It helped me far as out the outsourcing thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't know Virginia. Uh, I say Virginia. I didn't know virtual assistants existed. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what that was until I read Four Hour Work Week. My mindset was like, okay, I'm you know, I'm get this three thousand square feet office. I'm getting me a team of employees, you know, I'm going to oversee that company. It, that was my mindset. Yeah. Like I was like, my goal was like my third or fourth year. Maybe I'll, I'll get to that. Maybe have like, like five or 10 employees and like kind of scale, like scaling, just grow it from that. Yeah. But when I read the four hour work week, like basically like my, after my, my, my second year, I was like, damn, I don't need that. Like I can get you know, a couple of VAs. They can like alleviate me. I don't have to like answer my calls no more. I don't, mm-hmm. they, they can make my appointments for me. So I started off with that. I started off with one full-time VA, which is still with me today, by the way. Cool. <laughs> um, and she used to, like, basically, at the time I had an answer service set up, something simple, answer service, and then that they'll basically pre-screen the lead, and she'll look at, get that lead, and she'll call them, and if it was vetted, I told her how to vet the leads, mm-hmm. she'll make an appointment for me. So yeah. that, that saved time alone Right. At, at the time, saved so much time for me. Right, so you're not going to the people who are saying, I'm not giving my house away. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. I got a question here from yep. Angel. Uh, he wants to know how old you are. <laughs> you said Angel? Angel Ramos. My son just graduated last Saturday. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, that, yep. is, that can't be right. <laughs> you, hey, you, I, wish, I wish I could show you my DMs, man. Yeah. Like, they was like, dude, like, how old are you, man? Like, <laughs> but uh, I'm 36, man. Yeah. I'm 36. I have my son... Um, in high school, senior yeah. in high school, yeah, yeah. So it's like just me. I, like I was telling him, like I was telling my son last. Week, I was like, man, it's like you got a clean slate. I had you coming out of high school. Like right. you really have a clean slate. The day before his graduation, he closed a three thousand dollar deal. By the way, nice. Yeah, very. Cool. It's on YouTube, by the way. So is it? Yep. Uh, so I got my business partner Max, and he also yeah. does the same thing. He has a, he had an early start. Mm-hmm. So his son, actually, our 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 videography. If you watch our stuff on Instagram, yeah, yeah, right. He just graduated high school. Wow. And he's younger than me. So I think he's, I think my partner is 35, uh-huh. 36. And I was like, yeah. Yep. I mean, my, my kids are little. So I was like, <laughs> how does that math add it, up? It, it, it wasn't, it wasn't easy, Steve. Yeah. Like, it wasn't easy at all, man. Yeah. Um, 
but I, I wouldn't trade that for anything because it like it, it it grounded me like a lot of my like pretty much like after high school a lot of my friends were like partying or and or going to college mm-hmm. like I instantly got a 12-hour truck driving job yeah like literally like I graduate Saturday Monday boom going to work <laughs> that's that's the reality <laughs> right that's but you you I mean you were there and you were supportive you were able to do it yeah uh, so one of the things I'm excited about is yep. I get to meet the guy that's got the how to wholesale houses one-on-one video because I am beating my head you know like which one is that one again? Is that on YouTube? That's on YouTube. That's like, you know, if you Google like wholesaling houses or wholesaling real estate, uh-huh. there's like you and there's Max Maxwell. I didn't know that. You guys are always battling for like top three, top five, whatever. <laughs> and Max, I mean, he's, he's kicking all their butts right now on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. He's killing YouTube right now. But your video is like always there. And I was like, who is this young guy, you know, like teaching how to wholesale houses? <laughs> so when someone was like, you know, you got to put Antonio on the show, I was like, all right, let me see who this guy is. Yep. And I, I started following. I was like, man, this guy's, this guy's legit. Yeah. So. Um, so how is your operation different than, you know, a lot of the other guys in this space? You know, there's a lot of guys doing volume. Absolutely. Right. Throughout the country. So like, how yeah. is your business different? I'm a pretty much my t- what my t-shirt says. I'm a cash flow guy. Um, I used to be an active income guy. I'm still an active income guy. Mm-hmm. Active income, pretty much, you know, you, you, you work for one check, you know, whether it's fix and flip rehab, that's one check wholesale, mm-hmm. that's one check. You still got to go find the next, throw the bait out there, find the next deal. Sell the job. Um, I, 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 re- I learned, especially in my 30s, I've been reverse engineering, like, my thought process. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's always that, hey, I can make a quick 20K or I can make, you know, uh, get this 20% cash on cash return on this buy and hold here. Yeah. You know, it's a slow, it's, it seems slower, but it's not. Yeah. I was, I, I was asking LA yesterday and I was uh, uh, talking to a guy out, out there and he, I was breaking down like the buy and hold strategy and he was like, man, that's, such, that's like slow money. I'm like, but it's wealth, bro. Right. It's, that's the wealth. How long are you planning on being alive? And he was, he was thinking of the quick way because he, mm-hmm. you know, he gets quick money, he makes great money, by the way. Yeah. You know, not in real estate, but he still makes great money. And he was just like, man, that seems slow. Like, you know, know what I can do to da 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 I'm like, man, but like, think of, you know, the, ta- the tax advantages, which that's mm-hmm. another topic. You know, and think about your wealth. Like, you know, these these stuff. You start building this up. You got cash flow, to, you know, to to take care of your lifestyle, and you can you can just live your dreams right. without worrying about any wholesale deal, unless you just want to do a wholesale deal. There was a uh, you know? Haim was on the show. Haim Amon uh, mm-hmm. uh, a few weeks back, and he said like everyone thinks cash is king. It's like no, it's not. <laughs> cash flow is king. It's king. I love that. I love yeah. that. That's so true. That's um, so true. And, I, you know, I learned, so, you know, being, I did a lot of foreclosure deals back, you know, during 2007, 2008, mm-hmm. and I saw all the rich guys, yep. right? They're the ones able to kill it because yep. they've got the money yep. because they've got cash flow. Got cash flow. Yeah. And uh, I'm fortunate enough, Steve, to have a brilliant market. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I buy 30, 40K houses or less, and I tell people that, and they're just like, what? And I, I, I get eight, eight $900 a month off of 30, 40 cows. You, you do the numbers, it's just 20, 30% return. Like something ridiculous. Like literally two Fridays ago, can't make this up. Uh, for, uh, my, the, the, the one I said my son made 3K on mm-hmm. is from this deal. I bought this property for 45K, did new work, no work, I'm getting 1150 a month. What market is this? <laughs> this is in Virginia. Really? I, pro- I promise you. Are the houses are expensive in Virginia? Um, no. No? I mean, I know the mar- I've been in the market for 10 years out there, man. I, I know Damn. that market, yeah. Eleven fifty. Eleven fifty. Forty-five k purchase. Zero work. Like, I didn't even pick up a piece of land. Like zero work. And then your son wholesale that to you. I'm, I'm guessing. Well, 
Okay. Would you want to segue a little bit on this strategy? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So basically, uh, my buying whole strategy, I don't like, I'm not a landlord. Uh, I basically, um, you know, I acquired these properties. We call this the, the slow flip method. Mm-hmm. So you know how like a landlord, they'll go in, put the 10K, whatever, to make it rent ready, mm-hmm. carpet paint, the cosmetic stuff. I buy this property just on acquisitions as is, and I'll sell it on a land contract. So that, that down payment is non-refundable from that occupant. Mm-hmm. Right, and that's, uh, land contract is thirty years. They put down a Agreed down for payment. sale. Yep, a down a down payment. So for this forty five k purchase, I brought this property. S- my, my son brought found a tenant buyer. Mm-hmm. They could three k down. That's the, that was his three k. Yeah. Right, and he's on a thirty year land contract with me or agreement for sale. Mm-hmm. And he's paying me eleven fifty a month for thirty years. Yeah. Yep. If he actually, let's say if he just defaults on payments, I'm in a driver's seat. Right. Guess what I'll do. I still, I still can evict him like a regular tenant. I mm-hmm. don't have to do any foreclosure process. I evict him like a regular tenant, rinse and repeat, get another down, non-refundable down payment, mm-hmm. get another thousand, eleven fifty, whatever a month. Even at nine hundred a month, it's still a great return. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I, so that's my that's my buy and hold strategy. And I know a lot of guys, a lot more, especially guys in my mastermind and stuff. Mm-hmm. They're doing this uh, in virtual markets because like. You know, some guys may be in Tampa they, they, they can't do this in that market because mm-hmm. it's just it's insane the competition but yeah. they might go buy in Michigan in virtual and you could do this in virtual markets because you're not doing repairs it's, it's easier to manage right yeah gotcha um, so let's see what else is it so Tam wants to know starting off did you have any limiting beliefs when you got started absolutely uh, limited limited beliefs was um, the first deal I mean that that I was very doubtful of that b- before it happened. Because mm-hmm. um, you just read about it in books. It can't be real. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm thinking, like, you need to you know. A- the average average mindset of, like, somebody that's outside of real estate that don't know much about real estate, you're thinking of either real estate agents, you need a license, mm-hmm. you need a whole bunch of money in your bank. Yeah. You need perfect credit. <laughs> <laughs> like, none of that is true. Right. Like, literally, none of that is true. So, when I after that first deal, I was like, man, like, I really could do this. So now my mindset was like, okay, how can I get to that first 100K? Mm-hmm. And I was a little doubtful of that because, you know, after that 12-5 check, it's 100K seemed just so far. But it's not. It's not. That's not a lot of, a lot of money in the real estate game. Yeah. I mean, one deal for 30K, I mean, that's I mean, that's not far-fetched either for a wholesale deal. No, it's not far-fetched. <laughs> and I, I'm not trying to, like, go over people's heads and overwhelm them, but that is like not far-fetched. Uh, assignment deal, 20K, 30K, 50K. I mean, yeah. the deals are out there. Yeah, it's got a market. It's not unusual at all. So um, one question someone asked was, mm-hmm. uh, I guess you have a strategy as far as buying from auctions. Is that yeah. right? So yeah. can you talk about that a little bit? Because they want to know like, how can you buy from auction sites with the margin so tight? Um, well, the margins are tight, but you just got to keep your finger on the pulse on these uh, these these uh, auction platforms. You know, auction.com, zoom.com, xome, mm-hmm. um, hubzoo.com, Hudson and Marshall. Those those are like the fam- the mm-hmm. four main platforms. A couple yeah. other ones, but those are the four main. But you got to constantly look up there every day, or uh, I'll say like three or four days out of the week. I think in my market we, they do bids like three or four days out of the week, mm-hmm. and and you you got to you got to know your your bit your your maximum amount. A maximum allowable offer your MAO mm-hmm. before you bid on them. So what I'll do, like the the week prior, I'll look at next week. I'll be like, okay, um, okay, it's twenty properties I can bid on, right? Mm-hmm. And 
I may not get none of those properties. I may get one out of 20. But I do know, and this is a, another a tip, the bank um, or the auctions are bidding against you. So when you see, like, you know, you might be at 50K, you might see it go from 50 to 55, mm-hmm. and you your max was at 50, and it stopped at 55, I know that I know the auctions have been against me, and I know it's coming back going the following week mm-hmm. or the next week. Oh, really? Nine percent of the time, though, they're bidding against you because they're trying to get you in your emotions and mm-hmm. get it to bid up, and now you're stuck. You're 40k over. You're overpaying, <laughs> right? So it's like eBay. So you just stay consistent. You just yeah. stay consistent, and then you'll get one. Like I, I, I know, like when these properties are up there at least 30 days, like they're ready to wiggle a little bit. Mm-hmm. The first 30 days, I know they're not. They're, they're going to like just yeah. It's, it's gonna keep don't keep bending against you for those first thirty days. But after thirty days, they're ready to wiggle. So, are you buying these to wholesale, buy and hold? What is your strategy when you're buying uh, auctions? I, I, yeah, so you you can't assign these because it's a bank on the online auctions are already pre foreclosed on. They're already mm-hmm. they're um they're bank owned. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you wanted to wholesale, you got to close on it first. You know, do transactional funding, mm-hmm. and uh you know basically sell it to your end buyer that that same or next day. Yeah. So I do both. I do a hotel deal. Actually, mm-hmm. I mean now nowadays, I, I mean in this market that we're in, Steve, like this is a hot market. So I'll just I'll close on the deal, and I know I got buyers that I can call, but it's like new buyers coming into the game every day buying property. So I'll stick it on the MLS on right. the MLS and just just see what I get after I close on it, and mm-hmm. and like it's more than what I actually will probably sell it to my actual pocket guy, my pocket cash buyer. Of course. So that's what I've been doing with these auction properties. Yeah. On the flip side, I'll just keep some. Yeah. You know, like those know those seventeen, twenty, thirty K properties. I know I can rent it out for seven to nine hundred. <laughs> it's just crazy. That yeah. that math is just you can do that all day. All day. Uh Literally. so uh someone posted, I can't remember who it was, about your music video. <laughs> yep. So uh um I got a music video coming out. I don't know if people saw the the bid flip profit music music video. Have you seen that one? I have not. It was an online auction music video. I was teaching people how to flip <laughs> online auctions in, in the music video. Yeah. So I got another one coming out and it's basically like a wholesaling music mm-hmm. video, teaching people how to flip houses, assigning contracts, yeah. find a cash buyer. But it, I, I can't wait to drop this thing, man. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Brian Tripp. He's he's actually in that in that music video. One of the one of many guys. I wonder if he's gonna ask the question because they deleted it. They posted the question that they deleted it. Oh okay, so I can't okay. remember who it was. It might have been Brian. Yeah. We'll see. So I try to do a little something different in the marketing, man. I mean, uh, I don't think nobody in our in our real estate space is doing um, real estate marketing music videos mm-hmm. no, that I, I know of. You know, yeah, everything's predominantly Instagram, mm-hmm. Facebook, um, and YouTube. Right, lots of gurus YouTube. advertising YouTube. Right. Every time on my right. channel, there's always a freaking guru <laughs> on my channel. Yep. I don't know what that's about. Mine's too. Mine's too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so then, how much are you? Wholesaling, how much are you wholesaling? How much are you flipping of your business, and how much are you keeping? Like I don't do any more rehabs no more. So no more, no more flips. It doesn't make, in my market. It just don't make sense. Okay. I mean, I, I I'm averaging ten to twelve k on a wholesale deal, mm-hmm. um, and rehabbers in my market are averaging about twenty five k on a rehab, about four months time. To yeah. me, I mean, you break that down per month. Mm-hmm. That to me doesn't make sense because I can find deals. Yeah. I don't. I don't like look forward to like looking at you know finding properties off the MLS. Like a lot of these buyers, they they just be putting fifty offers a, a week on the MLS, hoping they get one. Mm-hmm. And they're real buyers, but right. they don't know how to market. Yeah. See, uh, the, with wholesaling, you have to be a great marketer, right? You right. You got to be a good deal finder. And if you're a great deal finder, you're in the driver's seat. 
and, and I'm, I'm great at finding deals like that 45k deal or you know um, I had a, a, literally a, a wholesaler sent me a deal today for 22.5 guess what I'm gonna do with it keep it right it keep out. it I already have an occupant waiting for that 3k down 875 a month I'm doing no work so they're Literally. expected to, re, uh, you know, even if it's like in terrible condition, yes. because it's their house, Yes, they're going to fix it up and do all the rehab work for you. Absolutely. So yeah. I'm in the driver's seat. So if they, again, if they default on payments nine months later, obviously they put some work into it. Mm-hmm. I'm a victim like a you know, regular tenant. Yeah. They, they, you know, increase the value of the property. They probably put their own little tenant in there or whatever, mm-hmm. or maybe they're living in it. A lot of these, a lot of my occupants, they live in them. Yeah. Um, and they kind of like like do sweat equity, you know, fix it up as they live in it type type deal. Um, and I'll have a property halfway fixed up or fully fixed up. Yeah. I had one. I had one property right. Um, this was in Hampton, Virginia. I paid 19k for this property. This guy. This was a sweet deal, man. I got this from an auction. Auction.com, by the way. Um, this guy gave me $7,500 non-refundable down. So basically, I'm only in it. 19 minus 7,500. What's that? 11.5. 11.5. I'm in it for 11.5. He was paying me 608.82 every month for 15 years. So three years later, which was beginning of last year, January 2018, he's like, "Hey, I want to buy you out." I'm like, "Oh, perfectly good plan. Just like screw." So yeah. that that that's the. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but with the land contracts, you know, you, they have the option to buy out. Because mm-hmm. I sold it to him basically like 60K mm-hmm. on a 15-year note. He put $7,500 down, so he, his balance was like, what, 50, 52.5? Yep. Yep, so basically, I just basically got a lump sum check at closing it, like, beginning of last year. So guess terrible. What? I just bought two more houses. Yeah. <laughs> like, like that. <laughs> but I was liking that deal, though, that 608.82 every month. And, oh, 11, yeah, and I was in it for 11.5. Yeah. And th- this was another beautiful thing, and why I was kind of like upset because he fully, fully remodeled the property. Yeah. Like, bling, bling, ring, like, like, he bling, blinged it out. Yeah. So the house was worth 130, 140. <laughs> so he made the smart move. Yeah, so I was in it for eleven five, and I was like, man, like if this guy default. I mean, he's I have a fully remodeled property. Yeah, you're in really good shape. <laughs> yeah, but he he did his thing. He he uh, cashed me out, and I got a lump sum check. Uh, so Kristen wants to know: uh, Is a land contract like a lease option? Um, no, it's different. Um, <clears throat> the lease option you have a lease involved with an uh, another separate document an option to purchase contract involved. With this, this is like a land contract, which is basically like a deed in escrow, and they get the deed once they pay off the property in four, whether it's 15 years, 30 years. It's a form of owner financing. Right. Without, besides, with the, the full-blown owner financing, they get the deed. Yeah. I don't like that way. I want to be in the driver's seat. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if you can do it your way, that's way better. Yeah. Uh, so then uh, uh, Chidi wants to know, what's your success rate on appointments, uh, I guess, in person versus over the phone? Oh, that's that's a great question. I, I highly recommend somebody asked me this on on an IG story today, something similar to that. But uh, to success rate, like you mean before I go see the property? Yeah, I guess this I'm is probably that. closing. As, as, as I'm guessing. Yeah. Success so rate this closing. is what we do. My 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 lead my lead manager. Uh, we will if we're on a if we just say like from um a a homeowner called us from a direct mail piece, right? And my, my lead manager will be on the phone, and then she'll be doing, like, you know, her comps while she's talking to them, getting all the rest of the details of the property. Mm-hmm. We will give them, because we, we target free and clear properties, so like most of our properties are free and clear when they mm-hmm. call in. So we know they, they owe nothing on the property. So we would give them the super low ball offer 
just to kind of like minimize their like standard a little bit. Uh, yeah, like put them in the reality and they'll be like, oh, that's no, that's way too low. And they will still set an appointment. It was like, well, don't hold us to it. Let's let us see it first. Mm-hmm. And then we'll go out to the property and we'll offer higher than, than that super low ball offering with my assistant said on the phone. Yeah. So it won't seem as bad. Mm-hmm. And our, our ratio, I mean, I would say out the, um, like every 10 to 15 appointments we're getting a deal. Okay. Yeah, getting a deal, and I mean, a lot, a lot of the deals like, were, like I like the slow flip, man, of the, the buy and holds. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll, I'll wholesale slow flips to other investors in my market because it's getting very popular. That term slow flip in my market right now, they're loving that. Probably because of you. It, well, shout out to Scott Jelinek too. Yeah. Um, he, I don't know if you know him, but I don't. Um, yeah, he owns like like one thirty of these, one twenty five of these, and. Um, like literally no no landlord it's just sexy man yeah it's the sexy in the single family world like it's a sexy <laughs> model oh yeah it's a great <laughs> model uh so clifford wants to know uh clifford cowboy closer walker and i I'm, I'm gonna point him out because he's a truck driver nice so nice yeah he wants to know what was your first hire my first hire in my business yeah my first hire was my virtual assistant uh in the i say beginning of 2011. Mm-hmm. um and she was basically like, you know, um, after the leads came in from the, the answering service, she'll call them, vet them, and if they, you know, met the requirement, she'll make an appointment for me for me to go out at the time. And I was yeah. going out to all my appointments. So that was my first hire, a virtual assistant in the Philippines. Okay. And then how did you go about finding her? Um, at the time, what, what was that? Right now, everybody's using like the Upwork and mm-hmm. all others. It was it was another it was a popular one. I don't see it around no more. But Odesk, Odesk, Odesk is not around. Well, Odesk and whatever merged and became Upwork. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so it was spe- like specifically Odesk at the yeah. time. So I found her from Odesk, and she was I was paying her like at the time two dollars and fifty cents an hour. She's working <laughs> eight hours a day, yeah. Monday through Friday, occasionally on Saturdays. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then uh, Callie wants to know how many deals you're closing a month right now. Right now, I'm doing about average about four or five deals a month. Um, yeah. And my my again, I'm going to reverse engineer method. Um, I'm trying to do less wholesale deals. So the year 2020, I, I mean, if, unless a wholesale deal just like just falls on my lap, I'm just trying to do all buy and holds. Mm-hmm. And f- to be honest with you, and everybody's market is not like this, so I don't make make no promises. But this, the, the buy and hold slow flip method, I don't need any marketing strategies for that because wholesalers are bringing me these deals on a platter. You're a buyer. I'm a buyer. They bring it to and, you. And it's, not, it's still not competition in my market where I could still buy these off the MLS at this type, like 30K property, 40K property, because that same cash buyer is a landlord looking at like, damn, I got to put 15K repairs in it. I'm looking at like, damn, I just got to buy it on the purchase price and acquisitions, mm-hmm. and I can just <laughs> sell it on the land contract. Yeah. So um, 2020... Um, I'm probably going to not put as much marketing on the wholesale deal side mm-hmm. and focus focus more on my buying holds. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that answers your question. I, th- I think so. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see what else is there. Um, okay. So one of the things you mentioned earlier is like the difference between you and a flipper mm-hmm. is that you know how to market, you know how to find the deals. Absolutely. So let's talk about how are you finding deals? Yeah. So I, 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 this, this is different from three, four, five years ago. Um, it's three it's three marketing channels that I feel like are very solid and working right now. One is cold calling, which mm-hmm. I highly recommend you guys cold calling. If if, if you can, don't do it yourself. <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean you, you, you've kind of you'll be employed to your business. But if you have to do that, then do it. You know, if you're getting started. You have yeah. to do it. So cold calling, uh, ringless voicemail. It's another solid one, and uh, the the uh, online auction platforms. So, like those are like top three. 
mm-hmm. lead acquisition sources um, in today's market. And, and I think cold calling is probably winning right now. Yeah. So when you're cold calling, mm-hmm. your targeted market is in Virginia? Yep. Okay. Is that your only market? Yeah. Outside of my coaching clients, that, yeah. that's my personal market that I focus on. Okay. Yep. Um, and then, so you're cold calling this. What's your list? Like, who are you targeting for cold calling? Yeah, that's a good question. I, I target empty nesters, people mm-hmm. that own a house at least 30, um, 30 plus years, free and clear. Um, and our, our last list, we just we just did all free and clear, whether in, um, they're living in the property or absentee. Mm-hmm. And that we have two deals locking up today from that specific list. Okay. Um, Is there a specific list company that you like? Because I know, like, for us yeah. out here, we use Property Radar. It's great for us. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, East Coast, not right. so much. Yeah, I use Rebo Gateway, also known as Title Two Box, which is the advanced side of Rebo Gateway. Mm-hmm. And we, we you can go in and scrape your own list, and you can get real fancy and cool yeah. with it and stuff like that. So Rebo Gateway is a is a really really good tool to 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 get lists. You know, pre foreclosures, bankruptcies. I wish my state had this, but a lot of you guys states and markets might have this. But tax defaults. Mm-hmm. I wish I can, I wish Virginia had tax defaults, where I can just scrape the tax defaults list, like Florida or here in Arizona or Cali. Or we got tax defaults, but yeah. it's not the pain. Foreclosure is, yeah. is more painful out here. Like, really, tax deed states are great. Yeah, we're a tax lien state. So yeah. Oh, gotcha. So gotcha. it's not as painful here. Yeah, yeah. You got like three years to catch up. Three years. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. That's crazy. I, yeah. So we don't insane. really go after. Like we don't have yeah. a lot. We don't intentionally go after tax lien so much because it's not that much pain. You got three years to resolve it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so but let, let me say this real quick though, Steve. Yeah, you know, and you have a lot of people that you know, great guests come on your on your show, mm-hmm. and we we all pretty much target the same list. Yeah, and I'm gonna give you guys. This is not even a secret, but this is just a tip. It's not it's not about the list. It's about your funnel and your follow up with that list because mm-hmm. you can. We can tell you all the lists to, to, to go out and target and all that, but if you're not hitting them three, four, five, six, ten times or falling with them six months later, nine months, even two years later until they sell a house or, yeah. you know, and the, the deals won't come as consistently. So that's the, where the consistency of those five deals a month, 20 deals a month, you know, come in is that funnel. What's your funnel behind that? So let's talk about that. How yeah. do you get a, a newer person, mm-hmm. right, to build out a good follow-up game? Yeah, so... So, so for one, I will, if you can, at least start something with like a virtual assistant, because mm-hmm. um, it's, it's it's hard to do it yourself. I mean, it's a lot of pieces. It's, it's a lot, and they're simple pieces, right? It's not a lot of technical pieces. It's yeah. it's a lot of micromanaging simple pieces. Yeah, and you know, just for just to keep it basic, because I'm a basic guy, get a lead manager. Mm-hmm. You know, get you know get, first getting you know, first before you do that put your marketing out there. Yeah. All right. So just say if you did some direct mail or um, direct mail, you sent out thousand letters. All right. Start small like that. Thousand letters. Who are going to, who are they going to call? You know, you got to think like that. You got to start kind of like planning that blueprint, your mm-hmm. system. Who's going to call? Are they going to call your cell phone, which please don't, don't do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, if you're new, I would highly, you know, recommend something small as an answering service. When I first started, um, right now I have it, I have like three lead managers where they go to their, their, their designated phone, you know, during hours and then after hours it'll revert to the answering service and mm-hmm. then they retrieve that when they come back in the yep. next business day, the information. Um, but you need a lead, lead manager that's going to like pretty much track all your leads. I use Podio. 
a CRM, pretty much. Um, and inside Podio, we have different like um, automations. Right. And you know, like from for an example, like something simple is just like a reminder. Like so, when we go into Podio, we'll see. Okay, we need to follow up with five leads today because in that reminder is you know from a month ago mm-hmm. we set the reminder for those five follow ups today, and you'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah. And if I didn't have that reminder, if my lead manager didn't have that reminder, you, I mean, forget, it disappears. You disappear. Yeah. I remember I used to write on a piece of paper, oh. like t- nine and ten. Like my first two years, I was writing on paper, and that, that was just the worst system. Not that I had a system going. Like it is a system. <laughs> yeah, like nineteen hundred. <laughs> but, but man, you lose your papers. Yeah. So Podio is a really, really good. Um, so it's a really it's really good CRM to use, and you know we we got it blown out. We put some money into it, but what I like about Podio, and I tell my coaching clients, is that you get the free one, mm-hmm. and you still can get some 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 really cool features in the free one. Yeah, you like you buy that pack. I forgot what the pack is for free or something. Um, I think it's called the Real Estate Investing Pack, which mm-hmm. is free, and you basically you get the Podio, update it with that pack inside Podio for free and now you got all these apps you know your, your lead app your cash buyer app and apps are pretty much just different sections inside the Podio and you build your cash buyer list in the cash buyer app you know yeah. your, your, your leads app is where all your seller leads will go at right and you set your reminders and follow-ups and you have these different triggers um, uh, just say if, if it was on um, you got it got the property in the contract you push the offers you know trigger and then mm-hmm. go to the push the offers app yeah. To create your 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 um your your contract via DocuSign because we have DocuSign integrated with Podio and it it automatically email it to the seller. Right. We text. It's one of my favorite features in. Oh yeah, we text we text from Podio. Right. We text the sellers. That's that's a really good follow up, by the way. It and is just for, hey, just because everybody checking their smartphones, man. You know, you got to go where it, <laughs> it where is checking them. At least for now, people still check them. Yeah. Man, who knows how long that's gonna last yeah, with the way things are going. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Uh, so TJ uh, Harhan wants to know, did you have an attorney slash title company on your team before you did your first deal? And how would you go about, how would you recommend go about find, finding one? Um, that, that's a great question. And it's pretty simple. Um, um, I had, I did have a closing attorney for my, my first deal. Um, you don't need one. You need a, t- a vetted title company that's in mm-hmm. your market. But all you got to do is Google, um, just, just say Virginia, for example, that's my market. Uh, just Google. Uh, real estate title company, Virginia Beach, Virginia, right? And all these title companies start coming up. And I'll call them and I'll ask them two, two questions. Do you honor assignment fees? And do you do double closings? Mm-hmm. I mean, if they don't know what that is, just run. Because they're just not, they're not, <laughs> they're not investor savvy at all. Yeah. That's like two simple things. You yeah. know, because you can get real creative with title companies with, you oh, know, yeah. rap notes and all that stuff, you know. Right, but all they the can't answer trustees. those two questions. Yeah, you can't answer those two basic questions. And yeah. No, I, I'm not going to do it. But simply, you just go to your REA. I mean, I mean, it's it's not hard to find a title company. But if you They're don't know, sponsored, any, yeah, by a title company, a- absolutely. Yeah, yep. ours is. Hmm. Uh, so uh, Clifford wants to know where are your cold callers? Where are my cold calls? They're mm-hmm. in the Philippines. So I use a um, uh, thousand calls a day, and okay. that's what they we shoot for a thousand calls a day. Yeah, per VA. <laughs> yeah, I saw that ad. Who runs that one? Um. I forgot his uh, sh- last name Shanahan. Shanahan, I, yeah. I can't remember. His it's first a name. slick ad. Like whenever it pops up, yeah, on my Facebook, it, it doesn't pop up that much. Yeah. But I was like, man, that's a slick ad. Yeah, so we we're, we're getting. I mean, we're we're probably hitting like six hundred calls a day. 
Yeah. Um, per VA cold caller. And I mean, well, just imagine, like, if you were calling yourself, like, would you be able to call that many? A thousand? Yeah. Like or or even, even like 200 as us as a business owner. Imagine you just sitting there mainly dialing. They use predictive dollars, by the way. Right, right. But manly dial with your cell phone, making just 100 calls. For me to hit 200, I was just like, give me like three weeks. <laughs> three weeks. <laughs> so I, I'd rather pay somebody to do yeah. that, right? right. And I, 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 we average in a probably about just just from one cold caller, and we have a few of them, but one mm-hmm. cold caller, we're getting about 10 leads, mm-hmm. seven to 10 leads a day. Per, per day. Yeah. Wow. So Yeah. That's really good. Yeah, just, just from the cold calling method. Yeah. So if you just got one of those, that's seven to 10 leads, well, you have to provide them your list. I already gave you the types of lists that, that you can you can use. Um, and you, you provide them the list, and you skip trace that list, mm-hmm. meaning it's basically you just get the phone numbers to the records, you give them the list, and boom, they're just they're, they're gone. Is there a favorite skip tracer that you like? It's not a favorite one. I mean, I, I'll stay away from the little five-cent skip tracings. I mean, they're not as accurate as something. You know, it's like 30 cents. I like Skip Genie. They're, they're, yeah. they're good. Um REIRL Rail has a nice uh, skip tracing feature inside of it as well, um, but the ones like like um, Data Finder and all that for five cents. Yeah, this low hanging fruit. It sounds great and it sounds cheap, but I, I found it, found it the hard way that the cheaper you pay for your, your your skip tracing and your numbers is like it's not as accurate. You you find that the, the numbers are like wrong. Right. right. Oh, that's I mean that's yeah. kind of like for me. You know, there's a couple of times we bought it, we bought some shirts from Kohl's. Yeah. <laughs> Right, <laughs> I forgot about that store. Yeah, I mean, it is a lot more expensive to buy cheap stuff than it is to pay for good stuff. Hundred percent, just like cars too. And then yeah. some, in some, in some ways. Right. <laughs> um, are there any KPIs that you track for your business? Absolutely. So, I mean, we we, we definitely track in you know the daily leads. We're um, tracking the, the CPLs, cars per lead, um, and we're tracking. Uh, that's the main. Like, I, I, my main thing is like, okay, what is it costing me per lead? Mm-hmm. Right now it's like 100, 150 bucks, which I mean, a 5K wholesale deal. I mean, I mean, it's, you can't, you know, it's, you can't really compare. I mean, that's it's, it's a no-brainer. Right. So, and that's the beautiful thing about real estate. You know, our, our deals, you know, our, our deals are so at a 5K deal, which is a small real estate deal, mm-hmm. and a hundred. And I know it cost me 150, or even on a high side, just say 250 a lead. That's still high. Mm-hmm. I know that's a no-brainer. So I'm yeah. just gonna keep putting more marketing out. Right. Um, we're uh we're averaging i'm probably getting about like 40 leads a day um in in the business I'm, on a good day maybe 60 because i mean we've got different channels and mm-hmm. it's not in, this is not even including wholesale me deals it's not even including the auction platforms i'm yeah. just talking about the cold calling and the ringless voicemail um the ringless voicemail gives us um maybe about 30 to 40 leads but those are not as quality leads as a cold call or a direct mail right but you get a lot of leads from that yeah, I don't know if you, you're doing RVM, but we do. We've no, cut, cheap leads too. Uh, we've cut back on it. We've struggled with RVMs out here. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I think having every guru in here in town, yeah, RVM a craft load doing you know thirty thousand a day. Yep. Having multiple gurus doing it out here. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. You're not talking brutal. about thirty thousand. You're talking about thirty thousand on um, voicemails. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a yeah. lot. So per yeah. guru. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but some of these guys market. If you're watching this and you're like in a um. A small market, and you know, you, you know your market. You know if you're in a small market or not, you probably will crush RVM out yeah. there. Oh, I, I hear some people having remarkable success with RVMs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't. I mean, we we don't do like you know a lot of deals. But I say like every other month we have an RVM lead deal that closed, closes, closes, mm-hmm. but they be home run deal, like you know, 20k or 
25k yeah we have one for 10k i mean it's not a home run deal but i mean they're solid deals well for and they're the cheap. price point they're cheap yeah <laughs> uh so we were talked about you know you post the properties in mls now is there any other forms of disposition that you like um yes facebook marketplace facebook right. marketplace is oh, because you're doing the agreement for sale yeah that that's for our f- such a gold mine like it's yeah. killing craigslist um, Facebook Marketplace is, if you're not using Facebook Marketplace to sell your properties, like use that. It's free. It's a free channel. So talk about that. Like what would be a post you would put? For for the, the agreement for D? Yeah. Okay. So for an example, we'll put um, 3K down, owner with finance, no banks needed, 79.9, which is the use, that's the total price on an average property out there. Um, total price, 79.9. 3K down, no banks needed. The, the, I, the pain point is the no banks needed. Mm-hmm. Owner will finance. Those two things. Because a lot of people still have bad credit from the crash. Right. Or even, like, whatever. From five years ago, they got their home. Whatever type of, like, discrepancy they got on their credit. A lot of people still got bad credit in today's market. But they want to have a dream of owning a home. But they don't yeah. know that this is this. There's tons of people like that. But they have 3K down. They have, they have cash in the bank. Do you pull their credit or you don't even care? Their cre- the credit check for me is showing me your job, that you got verification of the job, and I down payment. Okay. So you show that you can afford the payments. Absolutely. That's it. Yep. And I down payment. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah. If you don't have a job and you got a down payment, then I'm, I'm not going to do it. It's just too risky. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there any, are there any valuable resources that you know you think the listeners need to be aware of? Resources as far as to implement in their business? Uh, you know, tips and tricks you've heard along the way, like, man, you know, something that maybe not a lot of people know about it's like man you guys gotta be start you guys gotta start doing this yeah all right so i I would say um and i my first three years if i can go back into time i would do this like especially my first three years my first six months i made my first 100k i if i known this i would do this but every five properties that you wholesale keep one for 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 cash flow yeah i mean you can't wholesale your life where i i know so many guys are just crushing it like they're doing more deals than me on the wholesale tip but they don't own one property. Yeah. Like they're making, you know, they're doing 20K, I mean, 20, 20 deals, 30 deals, wholesale deals a month and don't own one rental property. That, to right me, that just, that's just nuts to me. That's just yeah. insane to me. Like you got to own some property. Like he or she who owns the most land wins. Right. Wins the game. <laughs> I'm not talking about like you, com- I'm competing with you, but I won. Yeah, yeah. Like I won the, the Monopoly game. Like I yeah. won. I, re- I can retire. Like, I, I, sp- I spoke with some NFL athletes last year, the Pro Bowl, mm-hmm. right? They came, it was like 20 guys that came. I saw that. Said, that was pretty cool. Yeah. And one of the first Bryce questions, I was like, how many, pe- how, many pe- how many of you guys in here own a home? Guess how many people raise their hand? I hope half. Pro Bowlers? Zero. With the ones that came, it was like 20 guys, like okay. 17 to 20 guys. Zero of those guys in that specific room owned a home. They was all renting. What? I was like, how many people have a whole bunch of cash in their bank right now? <laughs> I was like, I, I was just like, it just blew me away. Yeah. But I was, but what I, what I was, how I kind of like pitched that, not pitched it, but like kind of like, was like kind of like trying to put that together. I was like, the person, you, you guys can have a million liquid as an athlete in the bank, right? Mm-hmm. No assets, no rent, no, just no assets, but a million liquid in your savings account. And you, Steve, can have twenty-five thousand dollars passive income coming from your rental properties coming every month. You're way you're you're so well off than them. Mm-hmm. With your twenty-five k coming in every month, and whether you sleep, shit, 
Got here doing anything. a podcast, doing anything. You still got them checks coming in. Mm-hmm. That million dollars in there is dwindling every day. They got to go to Seven Eleven, put some gas in gas in your tank, or get a Slurpee. Yeah, that's that's five dollars less. You know, you you go they go to the mall buy you know some uh, some Jordans for two hundred bucks. That's that's dwindling. There's no passive income coming to that to add on to that. Yeah, and so the person I mean, twenty five k is not a lot of money in the past. I mean, that, that's very it's great money, but it's it's very achievable. Yeah, oh, you can yeah. live a great lifestyle off twenty five k passive. Passive. Yeah, a lot of people would kill for that. Yeah, a lot of people would kill for that. Yeah, you know, they say ten k a month passive. So, going back five, every five, fifth wholesale deal, keep one. Yeah. The name of the game really is wholesaling is to build your capital so you can buy cash flowing assets. Yeah. A lot of guys be forgetting that wholesaling. That's the name of the game. It's a really high paying job. It's that's all it is. Mm-hmm. Literally, that's all it is, and it's a high tax taxing job. High tax job and pretty stressful too. Yeah. So. Keep one, keep one. You'll thank you'll thank me later. Later, and on the tax advantages, you know, I'm not. This is a whole topic another day. But cost segregation changed the game for buying whole people. Um, you know, f- you know, as far as on your tax tax write off, you is that basically put it this way: the more you property you own, you you be the break even break even or pay little on taxes because of these accumulated assets that you own based off cost segregation. Ho- wholesaling, you you just going to get taxed. In the 30s, what, 30-ish percent? Yeah. 35%? You're good. Yeah, if you're good. <laughs> yeah. So if you make 35, 30 percent if, if you're good. If you make 10K today off a wholesale deal. Uncle Sam gets 3,800. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. It, he, got, he, has, he has to eat too. Huh? Uncle Sam's got to eat too. Yeah, he got, he got, to, eat, got to eat too. <laughs> but check this out. I'm just going to just, just, just a slight, this is just a little slight of uh, advanced strategies, not a whole bunch of advanced. So I'll buy, so with that property today, 22.5. I'm gonna buy. So I already got a guy for occupant ready. Whenever I close next Wednesday, three K down, eight seventy five a month, right? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna buy that property for twenty two five. I'm borrowing thirty K from my private lender, mm. right? <laughs> I'm paying her paying her three hundred dollars a month. Yeah, right. That eight seventy five. He's he's responsible for the taxes and insurance, by the way. Right. So I'm paying her three hundred dollars a month. I'm borrowing thirty K, but guess what? That seventy five hundred dollars is tax free, baby. Yeah, it's tax free. <laughs> that's my wholesale deal. Right. That's my wholesale deal. It's so, tax free. They can't tax me off borrowed money. That's imp- like the government can't tax you off borrowed money. Like, that's that's borrowed money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could wholesale that. Check this out. Twenty two five. Mm-hmm. I can go assign that or wholesale that to a cash buyer for thirty k. The same seventy five hundred. That's coming. That third. That thirty. What thirty five percent. That's getting taxed. Oh yeah. That's active income. Mm-hmm. That's a transaction. That same, that same. I'm just flipping it. I'm borrowing 30k, getting the same 7,500. Which in my mind is like that's a wholesale deal. Right. It's tax free. It's tax free. It's just a small loophole. It's crazy. And I own a home, and I'm getting cash flow. That makes a big difference at the end of the year. Huge, huge difference. Yeah. <laughs> we have to start doing that. Yeah. Uh, what is your why? My why is my family, uh, my, my son, my, my daughter, my beautiful lady Marissa. Um, cause I, I don't have to get up every morning, morning and bust my ass. Mm-hmm. But when I, when I see my, my daughter and I, I just, and, and my, my son, he's grown, basically grown now. Like I just, I just want the best for them, man. Yeah. Like that, that just entices me to get up and just do more and want more. And I'm, I'm, I, I, you know, I'm competitive with myself anyway. Like I reach a goal and I'm like, man, I did that. Let me try to reach another goal. Yeah. You know, um, 
so that's mainly my why is my family. I mean, that's simple and plain. You know, we follow each other on on social media, man. Like yeah. I'm a fam- I'm a family man. Like right. I'm not a heavy partier or nothing like that. Maybe that's, maybe that's why the secret why I look so young. I don't know <laughs> Those days are over. <laughs> yeah, they're over. So you know, right now is like accumulating wealth for you know that legacy, man. Yeah. So cash flow. I don't. Hopefully, you don't want me asking this question. Yeah. Like you know, how many properties do you have now in your portfolio? Yep. So right now I have twenty properties. And then um, where do you want to be? Be like, okay, my goal is, or what is your goal? My goal is to get for what I need. I want to get 100k a month passive mm-hmm. off off these properties, and I need to accumulate about 150 of these. Okay. Single families. If I go multifamily, it's a different story. But I like this single family model. I wish I can pick up 50 of these today. Yeah. At this same model is 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 such a sexy thing. So um, then, is it a challenge to find these? No. I mean, you could find like one here, one here, one here. Yeah. But as a package. Yeah, uh, that, I would. That's what I would like, and I'm, I'm I'm ready for that. Like I'm ready for that. So, um, and in the end of the year, I'm gonna have about. I'm a double. I'm gonna have forty of these. Okay. Next year, my my goal is to buy fifty. Nice. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else? Uh, Isaiah Lee wants to know mm-hmm. how do you remain compliant with Dodd Frank? Compliant with Dodd Frank? That's it is a great question. So what I what I do is um, I I still I still write these prop these properties off, right? But being that the property is in my name, right? Um, the deed is still in my name. It still shows, you know, my company name. So I, I stay away from the Dodd Frank Act from that. Mm-hmm. Um, being that I'm not owner financing them that property and it's getting deeded over to their name. Right. Because but, it's still in your name. Yeah. Because it's agreements for sale versus seller carries. Absolutely. Absolutely. Brilliant. <laughs> Another reason to do agreement for sale. But if you're scared of that and you be like, okay, I, I don't want to do that, then simply do a lease option. Then, yeah. then you don't got to worry about the Dodd-Frank Act. Gotcha. But now you're in the the, the, the Landlord-Tenant Act. That's a whole thing. Now you're dealing with that because if you go into court for an eviction, they'll be like, well, I'm a tenant and he's supposed to be doing the repairs. Yeah. Then, There's a guy in town <laughs> that's getting uh, uh, tried or sued for RICO. because what's, he's what's got. That? You know, Rico is like racketeering, right? That's what they use against oh, the mafia. Oh, racketeering. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I know the so short word. Because he's got 100 properties. Like, he's basically got, you know, uh, it's it's corruption. And it's like, and it's not. But because he's got 100 properties, they're like, well, we can bring some additional fancy. Come on, man. Uh, so that's the stuff that's kind of scary, right? Being a landlord. But your way, you're not the landlord. No, um, not at all. What's your biggest struggle right now? My my biggest my biggest struggle right now is finding a package of these properties. Mm-hmm. Like I want to find a pack, like you know that twenty five k. I mean not twenty five k, a twenty five property package, fifty k package. I want to buy them as packages, like yeah. like like this in this price range. Um, which that's I don't know if that's a dream. Maybe that's a story I'm telling myself. Is maybe it's possible. You put it out there, it'll happen. Right, right. <laughs> uh, what's your superpower? My superpower is outsourcing, man, and um, helping others. Like I, 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 I found that like, like people that that can relate to me and whatnot, or just come across me, like they, they, from, from everybody that tells me, they love my energy, mm-hmm. um, and I give good vibes from what people tell me, and they, they, I, I just change people's lives, and I just I get a thrive off that, and outsourcing, like it, it just gives me so much more time. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm a really good outsourcer, Steve. Like when I say a good outsourcer, like I'm I'm. I may be the king of outsourcing. So you're good at delegating. I'm super good at delegating. Are you good at verifying? Yes, I am. But I'm. I suck at micromanaging. Yeah. I suck at that. Like I. Oh my. I just. I'm not good at micromanaging. 
So yeah. I have somebody that micromanages. Yeah. You gotta find you gotta know your weak spots. If you know your weak spots, then you you're aware, you're woke. Right. And then you just find somebody in your business that can take care of your weak spots. Cause even your like for example, micromanaging, that still has to get done. Mm-hmm. I don't have to do it though. Right. No, you don't have to do it. But so I, I'm aware that I suck at that and I get it. Well, that's the reason why I asked this question, right? Because I'm really good at delegating. So I'm the oldest of six boys. Super oh, wow. good at delegating, right? Yeah, yeah. Hey, mom and dad wants to go do whatever. Mm-hmm. Mom said she wants this place clean before she gets back. And she said it to me and then I just delegated. So I'm really good at delegating. However, mm-hmm. I'm not good at verifying, right? Inspecting mm-hmm. what you expect, really bad at that. Wow. So that's Is why I asked that. So I have other people in place. So I've like, I fired people over time just because yeah. like it wasn't getting done. Right. right. But I wasn't going there and checking. Check. I was just like, oh, that wasn't getting done. Yeah. Keep, keeping your finger on the pulse, basically. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's a whole nother like, that's a whole nother thing. That's a whole yeah. nother thing in your business that somebody needs to, <laughs> <laughs> like really, like, I have a lead, I have a manager, I call her the manager lead assistant. Mm-hmm. She does a verifier. Like, and, she, and she'd be on me like, Antonio, like, hey, you know, what about, uh, what about this? And I, okay. And then she'll hit me up again, Antonio, what about this? And I'm like, oh, okay, thanks, Stacy. Like, <laughs> and she, she and she'll do that with like my my acquisition guys. Yeah. Like she's like the verifier in in the, in the company. I'm I'm actually pretty good at that, but I I don't know if I got lazy because I know she's like I could tell she likes that. So well, I like I kind of fall back a little bit, and I, I know she she she's really good at that. If trick. it doesn't energize you, mm-hmm. delegate it. I like that. Yeah, I like that. Uh, okay, so uh, I'm gonna let you think about what you want to have for the last message, mm-hmm. uh, guys. Um, if you guys have been following stuff I've been posting out there, you know, uh, a lot of you guys have been asking for help with your business. So if you guys are thinking about or want to get your business doing five deals a month, uh, go to disruptors.com to fill out the application. Uh, next week is 4th of July, so we're not doing a show. And the week after that, we got Jesse Burrell. Um, he's out here partnered up with Evo. They're involved with Batch Skip Tracing, and they're doing somewhere between 10 to 15 deals a month in Phoenix. So he's going to talk about his journey and how he's doing that. Um, so. Uh, before we go to your last thought, if someone wants to get hold of you, how did how did they do that? Absolutely, you can um, you know uh, follow me on IG Antonio underscore the letter J underscore Edwards. Uh, just go to YouTube, um, just search Antonio Edwards Real Estate. I'm pretty sure I'll pop up. Subscribe oh, yeah. to my channel. And oh yeah. If, if you want a free free copy of, of my book, um, just go to AntonioEdwards.com. You know, I, I give you all the tips and tricks from A through Z, I, how my business is structured, and a more detailed note. And um, yeah, so I look forward to, you know, DM me on IG, because I'm on IG more than anything. That's the number one platform right now, I, I think, I got that right? same problem. Yeah. It's an addiction. <laughs> it is. <laughs> so if, you know, DM me on IG, let me know that you was on the Real Estate Disruptors podcast watching this, and um, you know, I'll hit you back, so. All right, cool. So last thoughts that you want to leave the listeners with? Um, are most of the listeners trying to get their first deal? or? Uh, most members? of the listeners are, they're a mix of trying to get their first deal or they're getting started. Okay. Most of them. If if you're watching this, like I I come from like nothing, like like literally like n- nothing. <laughs> when I say that, all it all it takes is consistency in this game. That's all it takes. Like when I say the, the most important part in this business, and even in like personal life too, is like what are you doing in those hardship times? Like I remember when for my first deal, it was like hardship times. But if I stay consistent within that hardship, most people knock, get knocked down and just give up. But if you stay consistent, then that's where you're gonna start, you know, seeing the, your your um, your fruits and your labor and, and start doing deals. And another thing too, um, it's easy to start making money in this wholesaling or just in the real estate investing business, please put back 30 to 35, if not 40% or more 
back into your business. And it's a tax write-off, by the way, you know, you're, you know, you're marketing for your business. Put that back into your business because all this does is just create more and more deals to make more money. I see a lot of people, they come in, more, mainly the newer guys, you know, people that have been in the game for a minute, we, we're here for a minute for a reason. Right, right. <laughs> but the ones starting out, they, they get, you know, just say they make their first 50K, you know, in their bank or something, and they just start getting lazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> comfortable. Super comfortable. Like, you, you got to go harder than... Now, how did you get to that 50K? Go harder. Right. Do know? the same things you were doing when you were struggling. Right. So just stay consistent. I, I can't stress that enough. Stay consistent and market. I can't stress that enough as well. You got to market for deals. Um, you know, when we say without cash or credit, that means that we're not buying, we're not taking title to these properties and we're not, you know, going to a bank to try to get financing for these properties to use our credit. That's when we're talking about with no cash or credit, but it takes some cash to market. Oh, yeah. You got to put the marketing dollars up. <laughs> yeah, you can buy a house with no money down. Right. But you still need money you still need to money. find those houses. Absolutely. Whether, you're, you know, I'm not saying I recommend this, but you, if you got a credit card and you, you don't have a lot of savings and, you know, I would do it if I, if, you know, if I, if I go back 10 years, if I had to say 5000 on my credit card, I would put $1,000 in marketing, $1,500 in marketing. I, I'm a risky guy, though. I'm a risky guy. I'm with you. You got to bet on yourself. <laughs> you got to bet on yourself. You're not going to bet on yourself. Who's going to bet on you? 100%. 100%. Yeah. So he, who, the wholesaler who gets the most leads, you can have very little or no experience. If you get leads coming in daily, you're going to, lead, a deal's going to stumble on your lap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but if you're just, you know, you put, you know, 10 banded signs out and put one offer in in one month, I mean, that that's the issue. You're the turnover that we yeah, talk about. Yeah. So just stay consistent in the market. Market yeah. for market for deals and leads. And that's a great message. Yep. Thank you guys for watching. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. This All right, Steve. Awesome. It's a pleasure, man.